0: everybody this is the nitty-gritty my name is chad with me as usual is leonard and this is a show about wrestling and we like to do fun topics here this week i am coming to you from a new location i am in the bowels of my house here where all the dvds have been uh, shoved to the corner so that they are out of people's way but they make for a nice background in this case um so Hopefully, this is the permanent location, and I don't have to move around, right,
1: Leonard? Yes, and again, I still have absolutely zero behind me. That's right. And so it's a it's a weird contrast uh, going on. Yeah. So I again, we got the spare room upstairs. I've got some wrestling posters up. Maybe at some point I'll I'll move I'll move into there.
0: All right. Well, this week we are going to be bringing you another episode of our unstable stables series. And basically that is, in short, Leonard will go over the rules here, but in short, we take, this started how we would take a stable and we would take all the members in the history of that stable and uh, divvy them up into teams and then make a makeshift card. Uh, This one is not necessarily a stable, but it's a good idea. Leonard, do you wanna talk about your idea and then the details of the rules?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I came up with, and I, I, I was just trying to think because we'd never done uh, women for this, and there's not really a all female stable, or if there is, they're very, very small. So I had an idea to look, and it actually worked out really well numbers wise. But tonight we're going to do the 20 women who held the WWE Women's Title from when it got reinstated in 1998 after Medusa Maselli dropped it in the trash can on Nitro to when it was discontinued in favor of the Divas Championship in 2010. So the only woman were, or not woman, the only champion that isn't on the draft board is Hervina, which is Harvey Whippleman in drag.
0: Yeah, had you not detailed who that was, I would not have known in any way what do we even know what year that was
1: that would well i I don't have it listed by year it was very early on in the titles lineage so i believe it was pre-2000 okay all right um you will see that the 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 champions get better as we go and then kind of drop off again yeah Uh, so here's the draft board and i got them listed in the order that they held the title you, When you draft them, you're getting them when they were champion for most of these ladies, it's pretty near the peak of their career or at the peak. Uh, and some of these women, of course, held the belt more than once during this time period. Uh, but in order, we have Jacqueline, Sable, Deborah, Ivory, the Fabulous Mula, the Cat, Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley, Lita, China, Trish Stratus, Jazz, Molly Holly, Victoria, Gail Kim, Mickey James, Molina, Candace Michelle, Beth Phoenix, Michelle McCool, and Layla L. All right. So since I got the first pick last time, Chad gets the first pick this time. And then after the draft, we seed them into a card, and I'll explain the card when we get there.
0: All right. Sounds good. This is always a lot of fun to do. Um, especially now that we've been doing kind of non-stable stables. Yes. Um, but I will get started with our first pick, and Leonard can probably guess who that will be, mm-hmm. and it will be Mickey James.
1: Uh, uh, actually, no, that's not who I was thinking you were going to go with. Uh, that is actually a surprise to me. I thought you were going to go with the Lady Algo number one. I thought you were going to go Trish Stratus. Ooh,
0: wow. See, that's not who I thought you were going to go with, number two.
1: Okay, so we're really surprising each other on this one.
0: Yeah, so then my number two pick will be
1: China. Okay, again, wouldn't have thought China would be that high for you. Uh, I'm going to go Beth Phoenix.
0: Beth Phoenix. I like that one. So my number three pick will be Stephanie McMahon Helmsley.
1: Well, you are blowing my mind. Think about, uh,
0: think about the pull she has.
1: I, I, I guess, I guess. We'll have to argue that when we get to it. Yes, she's the CEO. <laughs> that, she may, hey, she may do what's good for business and take a job, right? <laughs> um, and this is probably going to surprise you. Number three, I'll go and Gail Kim.
0: No, that, that you know what? That's a really solid pick because she's very underrated. Yeah. Um, but I am...
1: Going to pick Lita for my next pick. Lita, you know, I th- I thought Lita would go into top four or five. I'm not a big fan of Lita in the ring, and and I'm sure we'll talk more about that when we get to whatever match she's going to be involved with. Uh, I'm going to continue to go with solid and underrated. I'm going to go Ivory. Ivory, that would have been on my list as well, but
0: I'm going to go now with the longest reigning. Women's champ of all time, the fabulous Mula.
1: <laughs> now you get Mula of uh, like two thousand and one Mula or oh, something. Oh come
0: on now! <laughs> it has to be two thousand one Mula, not Mula in her prime.
1: Okay, I tell you what. I, t- I tell you. I tell you what. For Mula, I'll make an exception. You get prime Mula.
0: Yeah, you know, if if this were Mae Young, I would have taken her in any era. <laughs> yes, yes, Mae
1: May Young, especially especially because uh, I it's like a hardcore tables match.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would totally take I would totally take Mae Young. Okay, so so you took Moolah. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the personal favorite of mine. I think yours too. I'm gonna go Molly Holly.
0: Yeah, I wish I would have picked her, um, but in any event. I think I'm going to go with Jazz next.
1: Jazz was uh, on on my list. I was probably going to go her next if you didn't take her. Uh, So I'm going to go with Victoria. Victoria, another
0: underrated talent.
1: I'm getting a a lot of underrated gals, I think.
0: Um, You know what? I am going to go with
1: Mrs. Taker. Michelle McCool. Okay. Now I'm thinking. Do I want to pull a Chad here <laughs> and um, take Michelle's natural tag partner? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it to you. I'm not gonna do it to you.
0: You know what? Gonna... I'll be honest with you, Leonard. Before you even say, I have this for this one. I have not been thinking along the lines of tag teams in any way, shape. In or any line. way.
1: So you've got no no concept of taking Layla.
0: No, you if you want her, go right ahead.
1: You know what, since she's been name dropped, I'll take Layla.
0: All right. Yeah, because the women's tag division, if anybody even Leonard or anybody out there argues that there's a dominant women's tag team, they need to watch more wrestling week to week. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um all right. So Layla L is off the table. I am yeah. gonna go way out of left field and pick somebody that I th- Think probably she could have gone last in reality, but we have a special match on here that I know she's good at. I'm gonna go with
1: Sable. Okay, yes, Sable was at the very bottom of my of my draft board. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, I I gotta take someone that that I would say she's the best wrestler left on the board. I'm taking Jacqueline.
0: Yep, that's a good one. Well, in that case, I am going to have to
1: pick the cat. Cat. Okay. And then I'm going with, oh, of the three ladies left, I'm going, I'm going Candice Michelle.
0: All right. And that means I am going to
1: take Deborah. Oh, I was hoping I would wind up with, with, with Deborah. <laughs> so that means Melina is the last pick. You know what?
0: When I was looking at this list beforehand, I thought that she might be among the bottom three.
1: I I thought that I thought that as well. I I, I thought that um, pretty much Cat, uh, uh, Deborah, Molina, and Sable I thought would be the the bottom of, of the list. Yeah. So let's recap before we get to the card. Chad's roster is Mickey, James, China, Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley, Lita, Fabulous Moolah, Jazz, Michelle McCool, Sable, the Cat, and Deborah. I have Trish Stratus, Beth Phoenix, Gail Kim, Ivory, Molly Holly, Victoria, Layla L, Jacqueline, Kansas Michelle, and Molina. All right. So here's the card. Or do you want to make a comment?
0: No, no, no comments. I think that these are uh, good, evenly matched teams. Um, I I wasn't, you know, with this roster of, uh, of gals, I... Don't know that I had a strategy, which might come back to bite me in the ass by the end of this. So
1: yeah, well, I, I thought you were going to go certain ways, so I was already thinking ahead to who I wanted, and um, I got some of the ladies I wanted, and, and and some I didn't. Although my mid card, I think, wrecks your mid card, but we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. So here's the seven match card. There you go, seven match card. Uh, it's gonna be a standard singles match, a tag match, a broad panties match, which was very popular during this time period, a singles match, a hardcore match, a tag match for the WWE women's tag team titles, and a singles match for the WWE women's titles. Now, if I did the math right, which is highly dubious, that's nine women each we'd be placing. So one woman gets to be a manager and she can be a manager for any match, any time, but she only gets to do it once and we don't have to call that till we get there for her. So Chad had the first pick, I get the first placement on the cart. And since I have a a, a super solid mid card, I'm going to throw Ivory out to start with. I think she is a very accomplished veteran why she doesn't work necessarily a high flying or fast paced style. I think she would be great to um, be in an opening match to get the crowd awake.
0: All right, and I am going to give Ivory her toughest competition to date, Cat. <laughs> so yes, Ivory is very underrated. Uh, she came from Glow, and uh, I don't know how many people know that, but uh, it is true. Uh, you know, so she, she wrestled
1: as Tina Ferrari.
0: That's right. And uh, so she's had a long career. um, And despite the fact that she customarily plays a heel, she is in real life, a very positive person. If you go back and listen to her hall of fame speech, you can, you can see that. Um, So, yeah, I've always really enjoyed ivory. Uh, The cat had a controversial career was a lot, a, a lot of really, you know, at the you know sexist matches I guess you could say at this point uh you know mud matches and you know uh brawn panties matches and
1: also- notoriously got topless on the pay-per-view
0: right and uh you know obviously at the time very attractive lady have no idea what she's doing now uh but her in-ring talent she was never known for so I think Ivory would win
1: this easily Leonard but if you like the cat please tell me now no, I, I can't make an argument for the cat beating Ivory. kind of makes me wish I would have put someone else in and saved Ivory. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, and, but of all the women who the cat could have got here, Ivory could probably walk her through a passable match. And, of course, Ivory and the cat had a feud and had heat. We talked about that when we did uh, Right to Uncensored. Right. So, you know, this could be the kind of blow off to that, that never really happened because once the cat joined uh, Right to Censor, she left the company shortly after. Right. And Gary Lawler, who she was married to at the time, left as well with her. Again, that was part of who, a lot of controversial stuff you're talking with. Yeah. Right. And who'd she follow around? Sable, right? But yes. Yes. Originally, I believe she was Sable's um you know valet or second or assistant or i probably
0: could have gone with a tag team there but you know
1: yeah well if you wanted to just phone in the tag match right Right. so uh ivory wins the opener and we go to a tag match so again chad you you get first placement here who is your tag team
0: all right so my first tag team is going to be stephanie mcmahon helmsley and the Fabulous
1: Moolah.
0: (laughs) Oh. Stephanie McMahon is, uh, you know, an authority figure. She consults her trusty time machine. She says Mm -hmm. she needs a tag team partner. And Mm -hmm. out of the time machine steps a prime Fabulous Moolah.
1: All right. Given given the fact that Chad is going to make the stroke argument here, uh that these women are just going to win on their backstage power and prowess (laughs) i'm probably going to throw who i would consider maybe my my bottom two ladies on here Now i want to save one of my ladies for the for a match coming up so i'm going to give you candace michelle and layla l wow see i didn't think you were
0: going to use candace michelle here um Okay, which is interesting to me so yeah I would assume then that stephanie mcmahon helmsley and the fabulous moolah would make quick work with candace and layla. Um, Even if they weren't using stroke uh, stephanie mcmahon is a woman that is very physically fit she's not small and uh, the fabulous moolah's legacy, uh, you know speaks for itself, at least the good parts of it anyway, Um, so. Uh, yeah, I would think that this is an easy win here. Uh, our first two matches,
1: Leonard, not classics. No, not classics by any major. And I think Layla's very underrated. I think she was good. Of course, you know, putting Layla and Michelle together would have made a lot of sense, but we didn't go that way. And I assume that you thought I was going to save Candace for the Braun Panties match.
0: Yeah, I did. I, that's what I thought you were going to do. Yeah,
1: I'm going to use Molina for that.
0: All right. Well, so... I am going to use Sable. Okay. And as much as I like Melina and her entrance and, uh, you know, she's taken her, her life predominantly away from wrestling. I think she did get into NWA power there for a little while. Um, But uh, Sable, especially if she's coming in, you know, maybe just, you know, in the back of your head, Leonard, maybe she's coming in with that girl from the Howard Stern show. I forget her name off the top of my head. Nicole Bass. Yeah. (laughs) She was the manager for Sable there for a yeah. while. Um, maybe she's there. Maybe she's not, Leonard. You can't prove that she's not there. Mm-hmm. So let's just say. But in, in all seriousness, I think Sable was better in the ring. And mm-hmm. especially in these matches. Like, you know, there's no loser here.
1: Yeah. So well, let me ask you this. Who would you rather see in her bra and panties? Melina or Sable?
0: Melina, definitely. Because we've seen all that Sable has to offer.
1: Okay. Well then that would mean see I just talked myself out of the win here. <laughs> because, because Sable would see, you know what my strategy was. I was gonna take fabulous Mula and oh, put yeah. her in this. Just so that I selected Sable. Just so you just so the other person would, would would win. So yeah, I'm gonna agree with you here because I would much rather see Melina in her bron panties than Sable. There we go. So so by us both preferring Melina. Sable gets the win. So the loser's the winner, and the winner's the loser in this There are one. no losers in that match. All right. So singles match, standard singles match. Uh, you get the first pick again here.
0: All right. So I am going to pick
1: Michelle McCool. And I'm going to give Michelle McCool um, Gail Kim. Oh, I wonder, like, these these two
0: were around the same time. I'm sure they had a match. Um if not multiple matches.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of crossover here, I would assume. Although, and this may speak to the quality of the division at the time, I can't see. I I remember outside of say the Lita and Trish Stratus feud, and Lita, or I'm sorry, Trish Stratus and, and Mickey James, right? I remember a lot of what else was going on here.
0: Right. Um, so I do think that this would be an even match. Um, however, if we're talking about who had the better legacy as an in-ring talent and maybe who was around longer. And, you know, you would, in that case, you would lean towards Gail Kim uh, because she had such a healthy run in TNA. However, Michelle McCool was commonly a heel and I forget who she had with her, but, you know, she had somebody with her that would all, you know, a lot of times, interfere in her matches, especially in Michelle McCool-Mickey James feud where they... um...
1: Are you thinking of Lay Cool or are you thinking of Layla L? Is that who it was? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. if that's who
1: you're thinking of,
0: yeah. So, Layla's on your team, so I can't pick her, but uh, in any event, uh, I would probably give the
1: edge here to Gail Kim. Um, Yeah, I I would do the same as, as well. I think, as we mentioned before, Gail Kim's very underrated, uh, but a, a great just overall in ring talent. And as you mentioned, if you throw in her TNA career, uh, very you know long lived, um, held a bunch of different titles, <laughs> very accomplished in the ring. Michelle McCool, I never thought was great in in ring, and she only really sparkled I think towards the end of her career when she was paired with Layla. I think they had good chemistry and they did a lot of of stuff together. Uh, well. So yeah, I I agree with you here. I think Gail Kim in a straight-up wrestling match like this would have the advantage. Um, So next we have a hardcore match, and I get the first placement here, and I think I know where you're going, but I'm going to go with Jacqueline.
0: All right. And for my hardcore singles match, I am going to go with Lita, accompanied by Deborah. Okay. So the argument here would be pretty obvious, and that would be that if there is one talent in this match that has more experience with hardcore style of wrestling, it would obviously be Lita. Now, I know Leonard doesn't like her in-ring work, and I'm sure he'll explain why, but in terms of this match, I would say Jacqueline is more of the coach, more of the kind of classic in-ring technician Um, You always know you can get a trustworthy match out of her. And, you know, she's in the Hall of Fame for a reason. Uh, She was a very reliable talent. Um, I don't know that she ever had the feuds that she should have. But I would give the edge to Lita here simply because I think it's more of her M.O.
1: Yeah, see, here's what I think about Lita. I think she is a lot sloppier. In the ring than a lot of people would, would think. I, I, you know, I don't think she was very polished in the ring. Now I give her credit on developing over time, but especially her, her lead assault, I always thought looked dangerous to her and others. Uh but again, we're talking in a hardcore match. So given the fact that she can, you know, use weapons and, and quote unquote sloppiness. Can can get looked over here, um, but I can say Jacqueline is is tough as nails. Uh, she's tough as hell, and that's why I saved her for the hardcore match. Um, she's gonna really really take it to Lita. I mean, trash cans, tables, chairs, everything. Except for the fact that Lita has Deborah. Yes. So <laughs> I don't know how helpful Deborah is. <laughs> in this type of match. I think I think Jacqueline smacks her with a trash can lid and she's out for the rest of the bout. But it was that distraction
0: that allowed Lita to get the chair shot.
1: It, it, it could very well be. And I think <laughs> if, you, if you compare uh, popularity, that's what I was going to next. Lita is way more popular than Jacqueline. And I think that Lita, say, her personality, entering persona would be one where she could take a beating from Jacqueline, ten to fifteen minutes, and then make the comeback. So um, I'm going to side with you and go with Alita with Deborah here, and I do think having an extra with even if it's Deborah would give some help. <laughs> yeah, minimal, but some. Minimal when it's Deborah. Minimal when it's. If anybody Deborah. So can next knock is,
0: the referee's head off, it was Deborah. Yeah. So
1: next is tag team
0: titles. All right. And I think oh, you, you, get, you get here. first
1: placement because so I, I, I
0: got first placement that. here. Yes. Well, Leonard. Yes. I don't care who you have left here because you're going to have to find somebody that can go up against China and jazz.
1: <laughs> China and jazz. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you know what? I kind of screwed myself and, and I've got some pretty good ladies left. I still have to have a manager at some point. So do I throw – you know what? Maybe I throw all my eggs <laughs> at the at the world title match. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. You get Molly, Holly, and Victoria. All right.
0: Well, I love both of the ladies that you selected. I really, really do. Um, the, the Widow's Peak, to me, is one of the best-looking finishers. You know, if we were ever going to go over uh, – finishers in general. I always loved it. Now it's hard to put on, but I always thought that looked great. Molly Holly, one of the more underrated females in the ring. And you know what? I would add one of the more underrated beauties in wrestling mm-hmm. as well. Um but they are no China and jazz. So I think this is gonna be an uncomfortable day at the office for Molly Holly and Victoria. <laughs> What do you
1: think, Leonard? Well, you know what? I wanted to, I was going to make my tag team, if I got her and you drafted her too quick, I was going to go with Jazz Jacqueline as my tag team. There you go. For the tag team titles match. That was going to be a hell of a thing. China, I thought, would also be good for the hardcore match. Because China is someone too who I don't really like her in ring work, but her look and her style and her power makes her really good for a hardcore match. True. So I think this is definitely where you have two big brutish heels against underdog babyfaces and very sympathetic babyfaces. Right. At that, um, and 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 I think you could make an argument that given the right type of booking. That your sympathetic baby faces could win. And I think that Molly and Victoria are better in ring workers than China and Jazz. Um, I don't disagree with you. Yes, yes, straight up. I think both women today are particularly underrated. And yeah, and as far as attractiveness, too, I think both are underrated in that department as, as well. Um, I always really liked both of them a lot. I had, uh, especially Molly, uh, you know, back when she was, you, you know, had the blonde hair and was part of the the Holly family, was extremely cute. Yeah. Um, so I think you can make an argument for Molly and Victoria, but if I am booking logically, I think it makes sense, more sense for China and Jazz to win. It's kind of like saying. Oh, we're going to put the Road Warriors against the Malkies. (laughs) The Malkeys, yeah, why not? No, 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 no. So, yeah, I'm going to give you this one, too. I'm going to go with Chia and Jazz over Molly and Victoria. All right. So, So we got the title match. And, yes, I decided to throw everything I had left at the title match, see if I can win the main event. So I'm going to give you Trish Stratus with Beth Phoenix on the outside as her enforcer against.
0: Against Mickey James. Yes. So yeah, this kind of throws a wrench in everything. My, cause be, assuming that this was going to be a one-on-one, my argument would have been for the WrestleMania, which Mickey James won. And uh, that was such, they had such a classic feud and I know they had more than one match, but mm-hmm. uh you know that's the match that i would think most people remember um and mickey james is just such a great in-ring talent and uh you know what if i'm on you know honestly uh, uh like putting beth phoenix out of the equation i honestly think mickey james is like maybe not far and away but a clear-cut better talent overall um trish stratus always worked really hard I give her the utmost credit she was always like in like peak physical condition still is um but in terms of in-ring talent somebody that could mold with the times mickey james is like at the top of the list all time in in my opinion at least in the conversation of top five for sure um however (laughs) trish stratus has the glamazon in her corner And uh, unless maybe Leonard will say the Glamazon isn't going to interfere because she wants to see a uh, straight up one on one match. This is the main event.
1: No, no, she's interfering.
0: Okay. (laughs) So you know what? I I can't make an argument how Mickey James, unless she's coming out with Nick Aldis, gets rid of (laughs) gets rid of uh, Beth Phoenix. So uh, I can certainly see Trish getting the win here, especially if you have a heel Trish. And heal,
1: Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 would be what I would I would I would think um, here, and, and I would counter your argument uh, about oh well, Mickey James should win because she's clearly the better in-ring talent. That was the argument that you agreed to on the tag title match, but we still gave it to China and Jazz. That's true. <laughs> true. Yes, and, and similar here, Trish Stratus is the bigger name than mickey james i think mickey is aged like a fine wine and and is is fantastic uh in and out of the ring yeah uh but trish dress was always the bigger name and if you say hey mickey won the wrestlemania match okay she owes Trish a win back (laughs) i'm glad we didn't have to go down that route yes (laughs) uh but you know a lot of people i guess are going to say why did you say beth beth phoenix i forgot that there was a manager slot i just forgot
0: the i noticed that during the hardcore match Mm -hmm. and i was like i know he's going to give me somebody that's equal to lita or at least near there so i was like this is the match that i'm going to have to use it on and let's be fair here let's say i had saved deborah for this Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been in any better shape.
1: No, no, I don't think Deborah helps against Beth Phoenix. I think it's a great spot when Beth Phoenix destroys Deborah. Yeah, you know, on the outside, I think that's I think that's a good good spot. Um, so yes, I think I lucked out by ha- having Beth Phoenix still in the in the stall. Um, let me ask you this: What if I had reversed it? What if Beth Phoenix is wrestling with Trish Stratus on the outside?
0: Um. It probably it might have been the same outcome mm-hmm. really i don't know that the outcome would have been totally different um you know i'm i'll be honest i'm less familiar with beth phoenix's in-ring work i've seen some of the matches but the, mm-hmm. what i remember her most is for the com- comedic stunts that she would do uh mm-hmm. with santino and all and the great khali all that stuff right in-ring work like i know that some of the matches she's had recently um but uh yeah, so I mean, I would I could make an argument there that Mickey James is just better, but again, you would have Trish on the outside. So
1: yeah, yeah, As you know, and Beth too. I think because of her size, and I don't think she was ever used in this role, but she would be a great like bodyguard, like China was early Absolutely, on. Yeah, I think Beth Phoenix works like that. So especially if we're talking a heel Trish. Her having a Beth Phoenix style enforcer body bodyguard on the outside, Ain't I nobody beating that. That would that would fit that, and and uh, again, I think I, I lucked out by having Beth still in the yeah. queue by accident, because definitely, you know, Beth. What if I put Beth Phoenix in the hardcore match instead of Jacqueline?
0: Well, then i I think Beth Phoenix would have won that. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: trading wins more or less here. Pretty
0: pretty much. So what's the final tally, Leonard?
1: So the final tally is you beat me four to three.
0: I did not see. I thought, I thought we would have been tied.
1: No, it seven, seven matches. So um I'll recap now. Ivory beats the cat in the opener, so that was a win for me. In the tag team match, Candace Michelle and Layla loses to Stephanie, McMahon, and Mula, So that's a win for you. Ron Panties match, Sable beats Molina, which was a win for you. Uh, singles match, uh, Gail Kim beat Michelle McCool, which was a win for me. In the hardcore match, Lita with Deborah beat Jacqueline, which was a win for you. In the tag titles match, China and Jazz beat Molly Holiday and Victoria, which was a win for you. And then the WWE women's title match, Tris Stratus with Beth Phoenix beat Nikki James, which was a win for me.
0: All right. Well, I believe previously we were tied like i think it was like three three to one
1: so, i don't i remember that Where's a tie in there and i didn't keep track of the overall so
0: no i think this this would then put me up by one so i would the say these are w- always very close which is fun
1: yes yes we usually we either tie or you win or, or one of us wins by one it's never i think it
0: wasn't uh, until the be, it was the beginning i think i forget who it was somebody got shut out like only won like two matches or something like that. Yeah, it was
1: early on. I don't remember which one it was. It might. I think was it the Horseman draft? No, I think it was one of the NWO drafts. I think one of I us could be, yeah. got. No, no, no. I think it was the Horseman draft because the Kindle Wyndham strategy backfired. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was the Horseman match because I figured, oh, if I've got Kindle, I'll put him with his brother, and it totally threw everything off, and I got destroyed. It was the yeah. Horseman. Yes.
0: Well. Um, next time we'll try and get a actual stable for you if we can dig one up. Although I've got an
1: idea. Uh, Dangerous Alliance. All right. And gotcha. there's different versions of those. AWA, WCW, ECW. So we can draw from different guys from different uh, companies and some slightly different time periods.
0: I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Check us out on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. Uh, Check out our shorter videos, our stupid questions, and our random match reviews. Uh, Please let us know in the comments what you think about how we divvied up these teams and who we thought would win the matches. Uh, Any comment is welcomed. And uh, for Leonard, my name is Chad. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time, and Alexa, we'll see you out.